0: You're listening. No, you're listening to the Buns.com podcast network. <laughs> buns, Buns, Buns. Aloha, I'm Fernando.
1: And I'm Jamie.
0: And this is the Opposite Taste Podcast. Two Gen Xers who can't be more different sample odd snacks and discuss or argue about pop culture. Welcome to season three. Woo! Feels good, <laughs> feels good. Uh, of course, we've got our snack review coming up at the end of the episode, but first, nerds. Say it again? Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Before we get into some stuff here, uh, let's thank our sponsors. Uh, uh, What's your sponsor, Jamie?
1: My sponsor today is the hair, the piece of hair that falls down your shirt, unbeknownst to you, until it starts to tickle or itch between, you know.
0: No, I don't know.
1: (laughs) Well, basically, because your bra kind of stops it. so it just kind of hangs out there okay and then you're moving right you're moving and grooving throughout the day sure and then eventually it just itches and but then you can't like really just reach down into your um, blouse and grab it right i mean okay i mean you can
0: all right this is a female problem i was not aware of
1: well yeah unless you know
0: yeah sometimes it's not even your hair am i right am i right
1: I guess it's possible. Right. Yeah. Totally. It could be a piece of fur.
0: Cuz I find um, yeah, I find other, <laughs> other people's hair sometimes in places where it shouldn't be. Really? Yeah. I'm not going to ask. <laughs> I don't think you want that visual. No. <laughs> uh, my sponsor today for the show is Suspenders. Nerds, hmm. suspenders, you get it? Not only oh. will, not only will it keep your pants up, it will keep your virginity intact.
1: Have you ever had suspenders?
0: I have. <laughs> you have now? Uh no. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. What did you use it for?
0: For holding my pants up. And for a natural flare? Oh. I had um did Superman. You the mark. No, no, I didn't have the <laughs> rainbow ones. <laughs> I had um, yeah, I had these uh Superman ones. Not that I was a fan of Superman, but I think that was the only suspenders I could find at the time. This is like in high school
1: and you would wear that for special occasions
0: <laughs> or yeah
1: just, or just every day
0: uh what did i wear it for maybe a costume or something yeah like but a then, special
1: day in high school like you know
0: yeah yeah but then uh i mean post-college my band would have like nerd night and oh. so i used it then i think that's probably the last time i wore it and oh. then i don't remember using it ever again
1: because it lasts kind of a long time
0: yeah so at least the suspenders that I had were the typical dorky, uh, nerdy, suspenders, and not the, uh, you know, in the in the 80s, or were like thin, fashionable ones. Thin. Yeah, like thin. They call them braces. They're like thin.
1: Were those thin. the ones you you wear naked?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: Just a, just like a
0: not me shorts but. and
1: nothing else, and, and suspenders. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I mean for women.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I guess you can't you can't uh, be gender uh, we gotta okay. be gender no, neutral any yeah. gender,
1: but then I think it would be uh,
0: more popular with the uh, the, ladies. the ladies yeah yeah no uh, no but yeah I have dorky uh, suspenders or I'm sorry nerdy susp- suspenders mm-hmm. we're gonna get to that as far as terminology in just a bit mm-hmm. okay um and before we get to some background on nerds you have a question for me Jamie
1: Um, Or not, if you don't, that's cool. Yeah, no, yes, I do, (laughs) I do. And you may not even have an answer to this, but... Okay. Okay, so my question for you is, um, is there anything you said in the last two seasons of a podcast Uh that you'd like to take back or correct in some way?
0: Ooh, um, probably correct. I mean, Uh because I probably say a lot of stupid things off the cuff. You know, I'm not really...
1: That you didn't check, fact check me yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Or sometimes I'm purposely, purposely trying to be wrong, or I don't know. There's probably a lot that I, I probably should and could correct, but as far as take back and regret, no. Nah, there's things I've said in my previous podcasts before starting this one with you uh-huh. that I've said some, some things that I wish I hadn't, or like um, shared some experiences that I'm not too proud of. You know, but
1: TMI kind of thing, or mm,
0: no, not really TMI. Just too
1: embarrassing, or
0: but um, maybe not not appropriate, you good light? not exactly PC. Let's let's put it that way. Mm. Yeah, mm. some things that I've done in the work environment that probably shouldn't have been done. You know, especially in the in this climate now where people can comb through your tweets, right, and pull up stuff that you've said. And, yeah. Yeah. I could never be president or run for any election, yeah, say, based on yeah, what I've said and what I've recorded in songs and things like that. Like, there's no way. Um, oh,
1: but, but music, I mean, music is expression. so I mean...
0: Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is, yeah, people Not like can, you were,
1: like, in a classical, you know, contet or anything. True,
0: but, um, but, I mean, say, if, even tweets alone. I mean, yeah. when I first started my comedy career, there's a lot of stuff that I said that was, like, crazy inappropriate. And if it were brought to light... It wouldn't ruin me, it would ruin me if I was in a place where I'm supposed to be like spick and span clean, which I'm not. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. But as far as this podcast, I've loved every word I've said, wrong or right. Most of the times, wrong.
1: And if you're purposely trying to be wrong, then there's no regrets. Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, that's true. And I think
1: you do that a lot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So there you go. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Kind of. Okay, good. Uh, Some background on nerds now. What is a nerd? A nerd is a person seen and overly intellectual, obsessive, introverted, or lacking social skills. Such a person may spend inordinate amounts of time on unpopular, little-known, or non-mainstream activities, which are generally either highly technical, abstract, or relating to topics of science fiction or fantasy, to the exclusion of more mainstream activities. Additionally, Um, Many so-called nerds are described as being shy, quirky, pedantic, and unattractive. Originally derogatory, the term nerd was a stereotype, but as with other pejoratives, uh, it has been reclaimed and redefined by some as a term of pride and group identity. And yeah, I mean, you see, especially like, um, let's see, women that post... um, you know, selfies on social media were like, Oh, these are my nerdy glasses but you know, they're all like kinda hooched oh. out. You know what I mean? They're like uh
1: It's like opposite.
0: Yeah. It's just black rim glasses. and like,
1: eh, I'm such a nerd. You like, just wanna I mean, wanna yeah. find like an adjective to attach to it. You yeah,
0: know? yeah. Mm. Or oh I'm such I a nerd that. at this. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I think um But that's the background. But I think what we really should establish before moving forward is the the nerd terminology. I mean, Mm -hmm. you've already heard me go back and forth between geeky, dorky, nerdy. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people think it's interchangeable. And who knows? Maybe after we're done with this, maybe it still will be. But I would at least like to throw these terms out here. Jamie, you can say whether you disagree, if you'd like to add, subtract, what have you. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. so um, let's start with geek. Okay, Okay? because we already talked about nerd. A geek... Um, is a slang term originally used to describe eccentric or non-mainstream people. In current use, the word typically uh, connotates uh, like an expert or enthusiast or a person obsessed with a hobby or intellectual pursuit with a general pejorative meaning of a peculiar person, uh, especially one who is perceived to be overly Intellectual, unfashionable, boring, or just socially awkward. So that's what we've got for geek. Oh,
1: well, that was a long one.
0: That was. The rest of them aren't that, <laughs> that deep. But do you see some some differences already?
1: I do. It's and it to me. It I can only go on my visceral reaction. You know, if I, if someone calls me a nerd for something, right. I'm not that offended. If someone calls me a geek for something, okay. I'm a little more offended. Okay. And I don't know why. So
0: that's just your your personal perception based on what you've absorbed through culture.
1: What else do you have? Dork?
0: Yeah, okay. okay, Well, before we go to the other ones, um, maybe, because that's, I think nerd and geek are pretty much the The main terminology. yeah. Yeah, so... That was if I looked up geek, right? If you look up the difference between nerd and geek, this is Mm -hmm. the official difference here. The words nerd and geek are often used interchangeably as if they mean the same thing. Actually, they don't. The distinction is that geeks are fans of of their subjects. Nerds are practitioners of them. So the nerds get it done. (laughs) The geeks are just fans of the stuff. So in moving forward for me, I tried to stick to that as far as those definitions.
1: But let like, like, let us let's take a a subject. Okay. Um, Star Trek?
0: Star Trek. Okay. So Great example. if a
1: nerd is a practitioner mm-hmm. and a geek
0: <laughs> Right. I, I is was a fan. Right. See, but the way the way that I I feel that you can be a practitioner and become a nerd in this is if you go through the the process of fandom so saying like say um cosplay um Mm -hmm. you know making your own fan films you know um maybe going through the models you know reading technical manuals for me that's the practicing aspect so that would make you a nerd
1: and a geek would be a lesser soul
0: yeah I think a geek would just be like, Oh so no, I've, I've seen fan. I've seen every episode and I'll totally rock the t-shirt on Casual Friday.
1: Mm. So, just put, so just to a lesser extent, basically. Yeah. Like fandom to a lesser extent.
0: Sure, yeah.
1: But I think it depends on the topic, yeah?
0: Kind of. Like,
1: say like Dungeons & Dragons as a game. True. You pretty much have to be a practitioner. You can't just be a fan and...
0: Not yeah. play it. Right, right. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. That's, yeah, I think that's full nerdum, for sure. Yeah. Because there's practice in it. Um, like mm-hmm. the guys that do the role playing, mm-hmm. the lair type of stuff, the medieval, yeah. I, mean, I think that's a nerd for sure. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. Moving forward, I'm going to try to stick to that. Not necessarily you have to, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, here's some other terms that. People might try to swap out, but I'll give you the actual definitions of these. Dork, uh-huh. uh, that means a contemptible, socially inept person. So not so much what you're into; it's just more your social behavior. Yeah,
1: that that to me, if I were to call someone a dork, it's basically insult. Yeah, it's just a full-on insult.
0: Yeah, like you're just standing out and you're not being He's
1: such a dork. You
0: yeah. know that? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Dweeb, that's um. a boring, studious, or socially socially inept person. Yeah. So, um, there's that boring aspect, dweeb. Yeah. Right. So, um, not st- so dork is like sticking out from normal society. Dweeb is sticking out, but because of you being so boring and studious. Where a dork could be very loud, mm-hmm. loud mm-hmm. and weird, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. maybe that's kind of the thing. Um, I looked up spaz. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a 90s term, spaz, 80s, 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's funny is if you Google it, you'll get research, uh, uh, search results for dweeb. Really? Yeah.
1: Because, you know, it's sort of taken from spastic. Spastic. Right. right. I would think
0: spaz would be more so of a dork type of behavior, but I guess, I don't know.
1: So spaz, to me, is when you do weird things.
0: Ah, so maybe it does come back to the whole nerd thing, the aspect. No, no, no,
1: like, like a spaz. Let's see. Um,
0: well, spaz is short for spastic behavior, right? Yeah. So, to, so
1: my image of that is, is someone who um, all of a sudden starts um, starts to yell the uh, the Klingon war cry kind of thing. <laughs> of spaz. What well, a spaz.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Something that kind of spontaneously happens with you, you know, I don't know.
0: Yeah. He's a nerd that's acting like a spaz. Yeah. Whew. How's that? that. How's that for a deep dive? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Why did we choose this? Because we kind of think of ourselves as nerds to a degree. Mm -hmm. So uh, we just wanted to go over our personal nerd qualities at this time. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. What are your personal <clears throat> nerd qualities?
1: Um, See, so I'm, I'm interested in the whole concept of the nerd because... Um, yeah, it, it has... The terminology, the, the impression has evolved since we were in school. Right. You know, before, you, you would never want to be called nerd, you know, or associated with being a nerd. Yeah. Um, but nowadays... Um, it's yeah. It, it I think to me it has taken on the connotation of it's anything that you really really are interested in, like a hobby, or um, if you're a fan of something.
0: Okay. You know you right. know
1: so much about it. Sure. You know, and um, it's no longer uh, such a negative thing.
0: So what are those types of things in your life that you're really into?
1: Um, that you would call me a nerd about? Yeah. Maybe. yeah. maybe. cats.
0: A cat nerd. Okay.
1: Um, books. I'm a book nerd.
0: Right. What um, kind of books? Fiction. Science? <laughs> no. Just regular fiction?
1: Yeah. I mean, the most I go into is maybe a little bit of fantasy, but science fiction is too heavy for me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes I get into cat books.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. um, so this is your life now, like growing up, like when this would maybe make you socially inept. Um, mm-hmm. What type of, did you have nerd-like behavior? And if so, are they different from what what you have now?
1: Well, I, I definitely was a little bit of socially awkward. I was shy.
0: Okay. You know, um...
1: I kind of have a quirky sense of humor in a way. Uh huh.
0: Um, Plus, you wear the Mark and Mindy suspenders.
1: No, that was you. <laughs> I actually had suspenders, I had black suspenders. Hey, and see? And that was my uh, my 80s um, nightclub, part of my 80s nightclub costume. My, uh, you know, you get my, uh, my get up, my outfit. Ah. It was like, uh, so I would, and you know, back then I was um, younger. Uh huh. less old, basically, Um, and so I I wore uh, a tight black spandex, um, or lycra, I don't know what the, anyway, tight tank top, um, black slacks, maybe black pumps, and black suspenders. Wow.
0: Yeah. Wow. Okay. Trying to picture that, okay. And Jamie's going to post a photo of this no, for I'm our not. show notes. No, I'm not.
1: I'll just leave it to your imagination. <laughs> and maybe some of you out there, some of my friends out there who have known me that long, you can, um, you, you actually seen me in, in those.
0: And can go digging things. for photos and then send it to us. No.
1: <laughs> Sorry, what was the question?
0: <laughs> uh, growing up, what were you nerd in or like, were you a nerd growing up? And any I other? think
1: mostly it was my my personality, my um the sense of humor, the, the shyness, okay. the socially awkward,
0: yeah. All right, all yeah. right. Um, I was a former member of the Star Trek Club of Hawaii, also known as The Last Outpost. Yeah,
1: you deep dived into that. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so as far as me doing the practitioner aspect <clears throat> of uh, geeking out on Star Trek, um, I worked the, the Star Trek conventions. <coughs> um, I had uh, two uniforms. <laughs> I had I had uh, a few technical manuals and would uh, practice calling out commands. Uh, I, will, I was like conversi- slightly less than conversational Klingon. Can you, uh, can you
1: teach me a Klingon word? No. Really? I, I
0: don't know anymore. Yeah. I pushed it all. <laughs> but ah. I, could, I could sing a few songs in it, um, but yeah. I have a few friends that can still do some damage in Klingon. Okay. but. No. I've lost it all. <laughs> willingly. <coughs> very willingly. Okay. Um, I play in a ska band, so that's pretty nerdy.
1: Why is that nerdy?
0: Because it's um, it's a genre that, um, well, for one, a lot of nerds like. Um, really? it's Yeah, it's not a very, um, or it was anyway. It wasn't a big mainstream thing. Um,
1: but... Even back then, being um, just this side of normal was sometimes cool.
0: Yeah, but like, no, no, like liking ska music doesn't make you cool. So that because it, because of uh, because of that alone, that kind of makes you socially inept. Hmm. So
1: were the skateboarders into it? Yeah. See, how can that be nerdy?
0: Because skateboarders aren't. Well, back then, anyway, they weren't, like, mainstream, you know? It wasn't like Tony Hawk, who's on, like, yeah, everything yeah, now, right? Yeah, so now it's cool, like, but yeah. back then. But back then, it was like, but oh, would still
1: that, But that's weird. Why wouldn't skateboarding be cool?
0: It just it's, wasn't, it's, like... It's dangerous.
1: <laughs> it, um...
0: wasn't I mean, widely practiced. Sure. Um, and so, for me, in the 90s growing up, the, the kids that were into punk rock, into skate, So I mean, skateboarding... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and all of that kind of stuff, they, they, weren't, um, they weren't the popular kids in the school. They were kind of that's the just, outcasts.
1: Yeah, that's just like, see, that's the kind of, these, the kind of uh, things that I, I love to talk about, because it's how, how society evolves, it's just yeah. like how society sees things.
0: Yeah, mind you, this is pre-Hot Topic when making any of, you know, like weird stuff cool, that whole like ironic type of stuff, you mm. know, it's just, if you're weird, you're generally weird you know it wasn't there's nothing cool take, about it um,
1: take um, billiards right like skateboarding not many people know how to do it sure you know they may like try sure but they don't you know they don't practice they don't you know so they don't really develop any kind of skill but pool has never been a nerdy thing
0: no there's been an element of, of the fear tr- the crime yeah the crime aspect yeah, of it yeah because there's a gambling aspect to it yeah um, it 's played in biker bars yeah, and things like that men. yeah so it 's very like there 's kind of yeah, a yeah, macho thing about that, yeah. it yeah whereas mm-hmm. there 's nothing really macho about skateboarding. It was like oh, yeah, go ahead right it 's a guy on wheels like riding through a pool, going up ramps and doing tricks you know it 's not back then it 's like, oh, is that flamboyant or what is that you know it 's kind of weird
1: but it, I think it was still sort of a, a uh, a blend of cool nerd, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Because there are far more nerdy things that you can do.
0: Sure, sure, of like course. Collect stamps or something. Yeah.
1: No offense <laughs> to all those of you guys.
0: Hi, uh, I've never been so <laughs> offended. I close my book at you. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so, and even nowadays, I mean, just ska is kind of like a bad word. People are like, oh, ska band bunch of dorks is just gonna like uh, dress any way they want and be loud and yeah anyway
1: that's that's also takes me to what I was thinking about too Um, there are certain topics that you will never be a nerd on you know there you know certain things that are never associated with being a nerd even though
0: because they're popular no and they're mainstream topics is that why? Yeah. And they're widely embraced. But it's when something that isn't... But Star
1: Wars is extremely popular and widely embraced. Star Wars, sci-fi...
0: Well, Star Wars now. Yeah. Yeah. Star Wars now, but Star Wars... back. Oh, well, yeah, I
1: mean, but now. I'm just talking but about now. now. Yeah. Yeah,
0: but... I mean, are there Star Wars nerds now?
1: Sure. Are they cool? Now they are. Yeah... Well, it depends what they look like, but anyway. Um,
0: and they, it depends on what they practice, what they do.
1: What they do with that knowledge or love.
0: Right, right. If you're gonna, if you're gonna yeah. commit your life to practicing lightsaber reenactment fights on the weekends, <laughs> I mean, how cool is that? That's true. You know what I mean? That's so true. it's all about what you do, what you do with it. That's true.
1: And would you date that guy? See, that's
0: the thing. See. Yeah.
1: I did write down two things that I know will never be associated with nerds. Okay. But then they have nerd traits, like, you know, the extremely, being extremely knowledgeable about it, you know, just immersing yourself in in those topics.
0: Right. Cars.
1: Yeah, cars is one. Okay. What's the other one? I don't know. Sports.
0: Ah, yeah. That's true. Because you think
1: all these guys who, who, or some women, maybe, Um, I don't want to be, you know...
0: Yeah, got to be gender neutral here. I don't want to be
1: exclusionary. Yeah. Um, You know, they they know all the stats. Yeah. That's extremely nerdy. Sure. But no one would ever call them a sports nerd.
0: Yeah, because they'd probably be good at betting. You can make (laughs) money.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, cars. Yeah. They would know all the uh, uh, camshafts, carburetor crap. I don't don't know what what I'm talking about. But, and no one would call them nerdy either right I'm like a know. t-bird you know all oh, this so, so-and-so car has so-and-so horsepower like who the hell cares but yeah it's not a nerdy thing yeah it's weird
0: yeah
1: i also wrote down music but it depends mm, what kind of music yeah so if you're just in a rock band so that's why i thought ska would be sort of in that rock band sort of thing uh, if you're in the band in in school and that's kiki
0: Oh, I because that,
1: that you have a terminology, you have right. band geek,
0: right? You know. Yeah. Anyway. No, that's good. That's, that's my good. point. Yeah. No, good point. Good point. Yeah, as far as geeking out, I mean, uh, being a nerd, a right. car nerd, no, not that, no such thing really. Uh, but yeah, music nerds. Um, what a
1: porn nerd.
0: <laughs> okay, maybe a fourth, yeah, or a third category. Yeah. Yeah, third. Yeah. But um, but. <laughs> You know who a lot of the early music nerds were? Is radio DJs. Like, radio DJs were like the first music nerds, where they knew who played what solos and which album, they knew the name of all the albums, all the songs, they knew the B-sides of those. Now, are those guys necessarily cool? They're cool to listen to, but like a lot of radio DJs in person, they're socially inept, so.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. If they are, then
0: yeah. So there's a little gray area there, Um, too.
1: But I don't think people sort of accepted that they were nerds. Yeah. Music nerds. Um, And the very fact that people would listen to them gives them credibility, you know? Sure. Gives them... um,
0: But would you date that guy?
1: Depends on what he looks like.
0: Depends. I don't know. I like his black suspenders. Because I, I think it?
1: I know more than your average... Bear? Bear about music. Okay. I mean, just sort of a wide right. spectrum.
0: Yeah. But, but you admit to yourself being a nerd. And so if you're a music nerd, then... So there is such a thing. It's not one of the categories that you mentioned anyway. So we're good.
1: I was talking about playing yeah. music, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, let me just... I didn't expect we... Uh, dive that deep but um, also um, I have worms as pets so I'm kind of like a worm comp- composting nerd kind of makes me a nerd yeah I guess yeah so. um, I mean you
1: don't you don't want to have a shirt that says you know earthworms rule or something
0: maybe I would
1: you would yeah
0: okay. I'm very I'm very proud of and I, I still never say I'm an expert in worm composting uh-huh. but I still I know you say you will never be
1: an expert I can never know enough about
0: worms. (laughs) I mean, if I took the time to memorize a lot of facts to drop, then I I could. Yeah. (laughs) But no. um,
1: I I didn't realize uh, your your affection for worms goes that deep.
0: Well, it's just, um, I think, if anything, it just irritates me when people say incorrect things about worm composting. That's when it really upsets. <laughs> See, it upsets. That is Sonic kind of a nerd. nerdy um, yeah. characteristic. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I enjoy playing retro video games. Like, you know, like the the biggest, coolest game nowadays, right? They could be showing it to me, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, no, that's cool. Would I rather just play...
1: Go, go to your little... My Super phone. Nintendo games? Yeah, yeah
0: I, I much rather play that and <clears throat> have... Never have, mm. uh, n- never have new games progressing in that platform, but I'd just still rather just play all of those old games.
1: I think that's a whole nother thing. That's
0: a nostalgia thing. Nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. But nerds, right? When you think of like nerds, oh, like, you're really good at video games. And before the whole gaming thing became yeah. a cool thing. Right? Yeah. So that, that's what I was kind of getting at. but Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about our favorite nerd films. Okay. You go first, Jamie. What's your favorite nerd film? If you, how many do you have? Do you have like one, a few honorable mentions? What do you got? Um. Uh. One, two. Oh, oh, she's counting. I
1: actually have four. Oh my gosh. But maybe I had two main ones, maybe. Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, Juno, two thousand seven, starring Ellen Page and oh, Michael Cera. That
0: is a good one. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, because it it's a romance it it and i I pretty much think that the two main characters were nerds, yeah, I mean as, as the definition yeah states agree uh but they were portrayed in a really cool way, yeah, very witty, very compassionate um very um moral mm-hmm. in a way
0: there was like this whole mid 2000s era of uh, of nerd films it was, yeah, it was okay, okay um,
1: the other one is Pitch Perfect
0: is that a nerd film
1: 2012 what? Anna Kendrick Robert Wilson um, because uh, I don't know about Glee Clubs come on oh okay I see mm-hmm. what you're getting at mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you know there was a few nerd words okay.
0: in the
1: movie yes. okay alright yeah. okay sorry also, um, Mother 2 is sort of an honorable mention War Games the original by with oh. Matthew Roderick
0: yeah, what year was that?
1: I didn't write it down. Oh, I'm sorry. okay. And then the other one is um, more of a character, Annie Potts' character in Ghostbusters.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Although, I was trying to think did her character exist because of Rick Moranis' character? But maybe it's vice versa. Maybe he existed because she existed.
1: Well, they both had their story. I mean, she was the receptionist for the Ghostbusters, right? Right. But they were, and, like, the
0: perfect nerd couple. Yeah. But did they bring, you think, when they were, like, making the script, or like, okay, well, let's create this one character to off-balance the other nerd, or they just have one I don't know. nerd character.
1: I don't know, because he was, like, Gozer? I don't know, Go, I forget, yeah. yeah.
0: But, Although um, she was more of a, she embraced the nerd character herself, like, in the sequel, more so than the...
1: Yeah, the and then she had more than one um, role as a nerdy-ish character. Um, also in uh, Pretty in Pink, I think, she was sort of a nerdy character in a way.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Did not know that. Mm-hmm. Any other films? That's it. Um, my top nerd film is Napoleon Dynamite, 2004. Uh, Napoleon and his friends, very socially awkward. Uh, Napoleon himself, he was into medieval warriors. He would draw those a lot on his notebooks, along with ligers, who, who he mentioned were bred for their skills in magic. <laughs> okay. He was also in, the, in the, <clears throat> the agriculture club, in the Future Farmers of America. It's yeah. kind of a nerdy thing, you know, but nerdy not on yeah. agriculture. Like he was able to, I remember like he was tasting milk and he could say, oh, this cow went through a, a something patch. Like a garlic patch or something. Uh. They're like, you're right. And he got a medal and everything. So that's kind of nerdy. I
1: wonder if that's real.
0: Uh, I think it is. I think it is. I know that that club is real, the organization.
1: No, but can you actually...
0: Taste. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay. I believe it. Um, that, so that's my favorite. And then I have two honorable <coughs> mentions. Okay. And actually these are beloved... Uh, by, by me all. as well. Okay. Yeah, by all, no, I should not say. No, not by yeah. all. No. <laughs> Could okay. easily be my favorite one, too. But, um, spot. Uh, spot. Scott Pilgrim versus the world, 2010. Okay. Yeah. Um, retro video game references, uh, socially awkward punk rock culture, arguing about what is and isn't vegan, fighting bullies. So for me, it has all the makings of a great nerd film. Okay. My other honorable mention is Super Bad. 2007. Yeah, of course. Arguing about the logistics of su- subscribing to a porn site. That was like the right off the, the, the top. That's what they were doing. Um, and basically, it's a nerds coming of age story, trying to lose their virginity, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, see, so look at this. 2004, 2007, 2010. Mm. Um, another one that I didn't mention is that you can, I think it's fair to say, is uh, Nick and Nor's Infinite Playlist. It's kind of like a nerd, nerd, nerd. Um, I don't know. Oh, really? Michael Cera is in that, too. Okay. Yeah. Since we already mentioned two other films with him. He had that hot streak where he's just... He's hes oh, a popular yeah. nerd character, so, yeah, you know, he's he doing a lot of stuff. So, yeah, those are uh, my favorite nerd films. Okay. All right, moving on. Of course, we've done films, so now TV. Mm. Nerds in television.
1: That was hard for me.
0: <laughs> Actually, uh, I, I tried... Just like uh, in previous episodes, I'll do whatever I can think of off the top of my head, Mm -hmm. and then I'll deep dive. Mm. Uh, Then I'll actually Google it and see what else I can fill it up with.
1: Yeah, I couldn't.
0: I think there's one. I mean, when it comes to TV nerds, there's one that's just understood that you don't even have to mention, but we're going to mention it just because Steve Urkel from Family Matters ran from 1989 to 1998. Very popular. Mm -hmm. They moved networks at one point, kept it going. Uh, but yeah, Steve Urkel—he's mm-hmm. like the quintessential nerd character. Yeah. Thanks for agreeing with me. <laughs> what other nerds <laughs> in TV do you? Uh, the, are you way, fond the reason of? I
1: had problems is not that I couldn't think of any nerds. Okay. But I wanted it to be a nerd that I liked or on a show that I liked and mm, I watched with right. a lot of enthusiasm and okay. I couldn't think of anything. I
0: think I've got one.
1: That I like?
0: Yeah. Maybe. Do you have any though?
1: Well, what I came up with was a scorpion. And uh, it was canceled just last year, but it went it around for four years.
0: And I'm guessing it wasn't about a scorpion. No. It was about a nerd named scorpion? No. Who got a scorpion tattoo? No. Was bit by the radioactive scorpion and became Scorpion Man, or just the scorpion. Those
1: are the, the plots that you like. <laughs> this was a, a team of geniuses in various um, disciplines. And uh, they basically, um, each episode, you know, they saved the world, <laughs> basically. Oh, okay. Kind of like a covert government team. Okay. Yeah.
0: Did they ever have, uh, for the music for this show, did they have uh, music from the Scorpions, that band?
1: Yeah, no, it no. doesn't go with the, the their persona.
0: Oh, you know. bummer.
1: And, you know, I didn't watch it that much, but I did watch at least like two episodes. So. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> okay, so what is the one that you you thought I would?
0: I thought you were gonna say Square Pigs.
1: So I didn't watch it.
0: That's like the first nerd TV I think, show.
1: I know, but I didn't watch it, so I couldn't, mm. I didn't wanna name it, you know? Yeah,
0: Sarah Jessica Parker, right? Right. Yeah, 1982 to 1983. We um, already said Steve Urkel, Screech. Of course, that's another popular I didn't one. Watch it. Um, although I think that's up for debate. I think Screech. I'm not sure if he was a nerd, but again, Screech was in Saved Save by the Bell from 1989 to 19- 1993. he was definitely. A nerd. Was he a nerd? What did he practice that made him nerdy, though? I can't really think of. Like, did he was he ever working with gadgets? What did he do? I know he was socially awkward. I think he's more of a dork. <laughs>
1: See, you just confuse me when you, when you use, like, all the different <laughs> terminologies.
0: Because he never really talked about what he's a fan of, right? So he's not really a geek of anything. And I, I think as far as Screech's perception of himself, I think he thought he was as normal as everyone else.
1: Maybe getting mixed up because I think the actor is a nerd.
0: But the character. What is His name is Diamond. Diamond. Dustin Diamond. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And okay, I'm an outsider. I didn't watch it, so I can't really say anything. Exactly. Okay, All right. You just take it up. then.
0: You just take it. Yeah. Uh, okay. How about Doogie Hauser M.D.? Well, that's a good one. That is right. Okay. It, that wasn't even listed as one, but I, I was just that was me just kind of thinking of it.
1: Now was he a nerd? Do you call him a nerd just because?
0: He's a medicine nerd.
1: He's really smart? Yeah. So that's unfortunate. <laughs> that but, if you're just really smart, you're automatically a nerd?
0: Well, I mean, to a level that's... See,
1: that's yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah,
0: but it's true. Yeah, the Doogie Hauser, 1989 to 1993. Okay. Last three th- things that I mentioned, all 1989. Family Matters, Saved by the Bell, Doogie Hauser, 1989. That's a golden age right there. Boom. Not even talk about Batman, right? Films that came out in 1989. Whew. It's a big year for nerds.
1: But if you look at a lot of the popular sitcoms now, you can pull out nerds.
0: Yeah, I think it's because of these trailblazers in nerd <laughs> culture that you have like the mandatory... Nerd yeah, this Kijik wasn't
1: a nerd. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and then, of course, the entire cast of The Big Bang Theory. Those are all nerds. Yeah.
1: But I don't watch it.
0: Okay. But well, as was uh, 2007 to present. Uh, very popular. And they're all practitioners. They're all like professors. They're all, like yeah. top notch yeah. nerds. And, uh, and that's it for Nerds and TV. So, Nerds in Music. Now, this one gets a little interesting. Because, I mean, like you were saying, um, like, like your thought was like as long as you're in a band you're pretty much cool
1: yeah
0: but unless but you I look know. like a nerd mm, yeah you know that nerd um, right accoutrement, accoutrement? <laughs> yeah but then um, but then now some people do that just to, to sell records yeah yeah but back in the day I think that's legit legit me like how they how they looked right uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. but anyway nerds of music uh, what do you got do you have like a top band, or you mm-hmm. just, okay, go ahead.
1: Um, yeah, so I chose a band and a person. Okay. Okay, my band is actually a duo. It's Pet Shop Boys. Mm. Um. You might wave, be unfair right? to them, because I don't think they see themselves as nerds. Okay. Um, and all I'm going on is their, um, their music video for uh, West End Girls, which is their big hit.
0: Ooh, okay. you got to put that on the show notes because okay. people need to see that.
1: that, that. Anyway, they're, they're a British synth-pop duo of the 80s, Neil Tennant and Chris Lowe. They're, like I said, their big hit was, was West End Girls. Um, they're actually in the Guinness World Book as the most successful UK duo of all time.
0: Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh,
1: should I go with my person? Yeah, go for it. It's Josh Groban. Uh, at this, at this uh, recording, he is thirty-seven years old. He is a multi-platinum uh, recording artist. Uh, in two thousand seven, he was actually the best-selling artist in the U.S. He also do, does uh, acting. Uh, he was in uh, Alan McBeal, which I didn't watch either. <laughs> uh-huh. Did I watch any TV? No, just, you
0: didn't. You, you, st- you stared at a cardboard box. Maybe
1: it's all Sesame yeah. Street. I don't know. It's so weird. Sesame Street and Scooby Doo, maybe? <laughs> anyway, um, his um, some of his hits, You Raising Me Up, uh, To Where You Are, and uh, he did a duo with, I mean, duet with uh, Celine Dion, The Prayer. Ah,
0: oh, okay. And this isn't to be confused with uh, Groban, right? Because you said Groban, right? Not to be confused with.
1: I don't know how he said it.
0: Josh Groban?
1: Is that what I'm saying? The I said? singer now? Yeah.
0: Oh okay, you said Groban. So
1: oh,
0: like, so I was just wondering—is oh, th- that a the different guy? Portuguese
1: blood in me. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> How did you get Portuguese blood? <laughs> don't I don't want to know. <laughs>
1: Transfusion. Anyway, that's it.
0: Oh okay okay. Um, as far as nerds and music, I think the the quintessential nerd song, if you can think of one, is probably uh, you, you probably know it by by ear, but you don't know the name of it. Okay. So we're talking Revenge of the Nerds, right? See. That they do at the end, right? The, the Greek battle that okay. they do, right? That... Beem, 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 right? You uh-huh. know what I'm talking uh-huh. about. Uh-huh. What is that song called? It's called They're So Incredible. Again, performed at the end of Rege- uh, Revenge of the Nerds, 1984. Because um, there's a rap to it, right? Yeah. 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 Clap your hands, everybody. Everybody, clap catchy. your hands. Was that Lamar or something, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So I think that's like the nerd song. But also, as far as nerd, nerd bands, Devo. Okay. Of course, uh, known for Whip It and other great tunes. Kraftwerk. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Are you familiar with Kraftwerk?
1: I've heard of them. I don't know what they look like.
0: I have a, like one album of theirs. Wow. Um, but they started back in 1970. They're a German band, but they were like pioneers of electronic music. Mm. So back then, just to be...
1: So were they like the forefathers of Devo or something?
0: Probably. Probably, yeah. But just to be like into electronic music back then, we're talking pre-New Wave, you gotta be a nerd. And there's nothing cool about What's it.
1: What's a hit? What's a hit that they had?
0: I don't know if they had a hit. <laughs> I just, I mean... They
1: must have because I've heard of them.
0: Yeah, probably. But I mean, when, when I fire up craft work on my... On my phone, it's not like, oh man, I need to hear this one Kraftwerk song. Like, I know, like, I'm for the next hour, I just want to be diving into weird, obscure in electronic music. Yeah, please do.
1: See, I even know how to spell her name with a K. And then the B E R K. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's right. Just like the Germans. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So good. Um, <laughs> Wunderbar. Shut up. <laughs> um, another, oh, here's some other. Honorable mention ones, I guess, uh, as far as nerds and music. Weezer. I
1: don't know.
0: Yeah. I kind of want to go off about Weezer right now because I've just listened to Please the don't. new album, but I'm not going to. Okay. Um, they Might Be Giants. Some nerds. Nerf Herder. I mean, the, the name alone, you know, they're nerds. I just know
1: that for, from Star Wars.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Bare Naked Ladies. Really? Yeah, they're credited as being nerds.
1: Is there, is there um, such a thing as nerd rock? Yes. Really?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's nerd rock.
1: Damn it, I thought I... You,
0: <laughs> you know. thought you coined it right yeah. there.
1: <laughs> Start printing them
0: shirts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's nerdy music. Uh, I think we wrapped up nerds, actually. Time to move on to our next segment. Yeah. Who would win? Mm. Okay, so this week for who'd <gasps> win, it's the battle of the nerds. Yes and uh, battling each other.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We have Steve Urkel versus Ben Stein. Yeah. Now, I'm going to kind of rip into you on for choosing Ben Stein, um, because Steve Urkel is kind of my choice to like mm-hmm. go into this battle. So right. I think you already know who I'm going to side with. But uh, so be prepared to defend Ben Stein a whole lot here. The,
1: it's, it's a little more difficult because Urkel is a character. Ben Stein is actual person.
0: So that's my next question, too, is are we talking about the uh, characters? I didn't fully characters? realize that
1: until later. <laughs> and
0: are we talking about them? Well, we always have to decide on this. Like, are they battling in their hype, right? Because oh
1: yeah,
0: because let me go through the tail of the tape right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Urkel, uh, or actually his character, J- or his uh, his ac- the actor that plays Steve Urkel, yeah. Jillil Jillil White.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's forty two years old. <coughs> no now yeah Ben Stein is 74 now right they're both 5'11 what yeah as am I great minds great minds tall alike (laughs) I don't know what that means um yeah so are we just talking about the character Steve Urkel then
1: yeah in the 90s if it wasn't then you would have Jaleel White
0: right just beating up an old man yeah yeah
1: and then getting arrested, of course. But anyway.
0: Yeah. Not because of his race, so Jamie. Jeez. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: So you're saying heyday. Heyday, right?
0: Heyday. So we're talking 90s, where Ben Stein has a, had a bit of a run, too, with mm-hmm. his uh, commercials. Clear Eyes is awesome.
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. That's the only thing I know him from. Well, that and his uh, game show. Win Ben oh, Stein's okay. money. Did you describe
1: Rekhoi Um, Or was I just spacing
0: out? No, no, no. I didn't really describe him, but I was going to maybe talk about him when I make some points about why he would win. I can do that now if you'd like.
1: But what are we... Yeah, so, okay, so let's hash it out. What are we... um, How are we quantifying this?
0: That's right. Okay, so let's... Where are they fighting? Like, they're battling in, like, a library. Are they
1: physically fighting, like, with their fists?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Not, well, not necessarily their fists, but with their technology that they could create because they're so smart, because they're nerds. Or any which way. We're talking about, like, a nerd street brawl, so it could be, like, whatever. They're yeah. Just grabbing, whatever. Could be, you know, both of them have hefty book collections, so they're probably just hurling those at each other.
1: Mm, okay.
0: And it would be books, because this is pre-internet, so... It would be books. It would be books.
1: Or binders, maybe. Or
0: binders, trapper keepers. (laughs) Urkel would have the trapper keeper.
1: (laughs) Franklin Planners, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. (laughs)
0: Shit. (laughs) Well, okay, let me go first here, then. Um, I would say Steve Urkel would win just for the fact that he has a rocket pack, which was seen in a crossover episode um, it was in a, a Family Matters episode. It was... Remember Step by Step? No.
1: What?
0: You don't remember the, the show Step by Step? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, Steve Urkel lands <coughs> in their backyard on a rocket pack.
1: Oh, yeah. I did see in the Wikipedia that he did do a, a bunch of crossovers. Yeah. 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 Okay.
0: yeah. So, I mean, he has a rocket pack. I don't know what Ben Stein has, so... He could probably, like, get a rocket pack and do, kind of do, like, a rocketeer type of thing and just charge at him, punch mm-hmm. him. Um, also, Steve Urkel is known for wearing those saddle shoes. Right. Right, which has a pretty good toe on those. Nice round toe. True. Hard right? toe. Hard toe. Mm-hmm. Could do some kicking.
1: <clears throat>
0: the only advantage I would say mm-hmm. that Stein has over Urkel mm-hmm. is that um, Ben Stein probably has better vision. Yes, they both wear glasses, but Steve yeah. Urkel's—he appears to have like bottle cap lenses, almost, you know, like really thick. Whereas, but
1: we don't really know how bad Ben Stein's eyes
0: are. That's true, but then we know that his eyes were.
1: But he has actually really, really good eyewear. <laughs>
0: clear eyes. It's awesome. Um, oh, also, Urkel has the ability to suppress his nerd genes, and bring out his cool genes using a serum. Mm-hmm. that he used in season five of Family Matters. Okay. So he could be smooth.
1: So he was, the character was what, 14 or something?
0: Uh, yeah, about maybe that.
1: Maybe around, as an average, because he yes. was, he had like a lot of years yeah. in that thing. Yeah,
0: sure. Um, I think maybe he started off as a tween. Or he didn't age that much. Anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, they definitely tried to cap that. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Um, okay, so let me go over Ben Stein, uh, he is 74 right now, but in his heyday, what, 40s, maybe? He became Ye- kind of more famous yeah. in his 40s? Yeah,
0: oh for sure, yeah.
1: Okay, he is a writer, a lawyer, and an actor. Uh, he got his uh, undergraduate work in Columbia and uh, his um, juris doctor in Yale. His net worth is $20 million. What? Yes, now. He was a former speechwriter for Ford and Nixon. Mm. Uh, I believe his big sort of uh, acting thing happened when he was in First Bueller's Day
0: Off. Right, right, Bueller. And
1: then, of course, he got um, he had a b- bunch of different things, but then uh, he also had his own game show called Win Ben Stein's Money, and that went from 97 to 2003.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it,
1: it actually is Win Benstein's Money because... Uh, per episode, I think he got like five thousand, in addition to like a, a different salary, <clears throat> and then the five. So, five thousand was what you could win, part part of the five thousand. Oh, wow! Yeah. So um, I couldn't find anything about his physicality, though. But you know. right, I think if Steve Urkel as a fourteen-year-old and Ben Stein as a forty-something-year-old, uh, with no weapons whatsoever, maybe just naked. Uh, I think Ben Stein would win.
0: You On think the other could, hand, uh-huh.
1: Ben Stein has twenty million dollars. <laughs> he can the, buy anything. That's true. He could buy assassin. Yeah.
0: You know? See the unfair thing is you're putting Ben Stein as was a person versus a character. See,
1: that's yeah. Yeah. We should have thought that thought yeah. of this before.
0: <laughs> Although you could uh, you could take Ben Stein's character in First Bueller's Day off. He just puts Steve Urkel well, in we detention he puts him in detention detention and then that's it they
1: don't even go to the same school
0: (laughs) (laughs) my universe is crumbling (laughs) Um, so yeah a lot of variables (laughs) a lot of (laughs) variables (laughs) Uh, but I'm still gonna say Steve Urkel
1: and I'm gonna say Ben Stein
0: and there you have it that's why it's opposite taste hopefully
1: Ben Stein if you're listening send me some money
0: (laughs) just a 5,000 is good yeah it's fine right, on to the snack review (laughs) Okay, I know you're th- what you were thinking after listening to two seasons of us eating. You're like, there's no way they still have Kit Kats. You were, you were wrong. There's still Kit Kats totally, to be tasted. Totally wrong. Totally Horr- wrong. Horribly wrong. Horribly wrong. Still lots of Kit Kats in this world to eat. Uh, this week, we are eating Ikinari Dango Kit Kat. That's right. And what is ikinari dango? It is a local dish in Kumamoto Prefecture, Kyushu. Inari means suddenly, and it implies that you can make the dish quickly when you have suddenly. unexpected, <laughs> unexpected guests. The combination of the tender sweet potato and the uncle creates just enough sweetness. Just enough. And so we are ready to go ahead. Oh, okay, so what did it look like what does here? does it
1: contained now? Sorry.
0: Oh, um, sweet potato and uncle.
1: Uncle, what is that? It's like a bean. Is that related to Auntie? Uh, I'm sorry, (laughs) bad, really bad. Okay, I don't like, I don't like anko, but, um... Okay. So Uh, I'm hoping this would be okay.
0: Oh, okay. Um, you see, they're white. It's a white chocolate, I'm guessing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Let me smell. Mmm, I can kind of, yeah. It smells sweet, I guess. smell that there's... Does it smell like mochi or anything like that? Or no. something ethnic? No? Is that like just white chocolate? A bit yeah, I, that's what, maybe that's what I'm smelling.
1: But basically just sweet, kind of uh, indistinct.
0: Indistinct sweetness. Yeah. Uh, it's just nice,
1: I mean, a good sweetness.
0: Yeah. Okay, um, these are like mini bites. Um, it's the, yeah. the two that are together. Are you going to break them apart and bite into it like a heathen?
1: I'm just
0: gonna bite into it. Yeah, me too. All right, cheers. Based on its smell, when I bite into it, it felt like I was um biting into a fig Newton. Like I was about like as far as the taste, I was like, oh, I'm about to eat a fig Newton. You know, like sometimes when the smell, the odor, kind of affects your taste and what you're yeah. about to perceive.
1: Hmm... Did I buy these?
0: I don't know. I don't think anyone else gives me uh, Kit Kats. I get a lot of other weird stuff from people, but... When it comes to Kit Kats, I think you get them. Hmm.
1: I just have to say I don't like them.
0: It's, um... They have a weird... It's a muted taste. Sort of taste. Yeah. A bit bland?
1: No, um, okay, like, you know, a lot of people tease me because I'm a Japanese and I don't like things like mochi. Uh Uh-huh. Most manju I don't like. I don't like chichidango.
0: Okay.
1: You know, um, I don't like ang.
0: Okay.
1: I don't like red bean paste. Right, and uh, this is just too close to that.
0: (laughs) That's true. Well, as far as giving credit to Kit Kat, they kind of nailed it as far as uh, yeah, as far as capturing that essence. Yeah. So if
1: you like that, you. So if you
0: like that, yeah, you'll like. If you're down for that ikinati, then. But if um,
1: you're a strange Japanese person like me, who who kind of wants
0: a twist and um, wants a new, Mm. new fandangled flavor from Kit Kat, it'll rip your taste buds and you. And this is not it.
1: I may, have, I may have, this This may be one that I bought, because it has that um, bear on it, like I told you, like, um, the Kumamoto um, mascot-like. Oh, okay. It's
0: just,
1: I don't know, I don't know what the hell, you know, uh-huh. is the deal, but they have this mascot that's a bear. I don't know why.
0: All right. Okay. Um... Yeah, I'm not a fan of this one either. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. Not that I hate it. But you but like mochi and stuff. I do. Yeah. But I like mochi. It's like I'm not going to grab a Kit Kat to taste mm-hmm. mochi. You like ang? I'm okay with ang.
1: Red bean paste. Yeah, I'm
0: okay Kich with Dungle, it. Yeah. All that. I'm okay with it. Yeah. But with those kind of stuff, like half of the battle is the texture. That's, that's half of the appeal. Really? Of those. Yeah. For me, anyway. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have this one taste. It's a little weird, but at least it has this cool texture. It helps me enjoy it.
1: Maybe that's why I don't like it.
0: Yeah. Mm. So you're trying this familiar texture, but it's with stuff that you don't like. So maybe that's why it's just rubbing you the wrong way.
1: Could be my mind, too.
0: Could be. Could be. Yeah, just my -hmm. mindset there. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, for me, it was a smell, too. It kind of put me off. Mm. I still get... I lick my teeth right now, and I was like, oh, I just had a Fig Newton, something about it. I'd rather have
1: know. a Fig Newton, I think. Although, I don't, I don't, I don't even like those. <laughs> mm.
0: You know what I first liked about Fig Newtons? That you could stick them back together. You could break them apart and stick them back together.
1: Like mash them? Like, yeah. Right? And then
0: they'll hold. Yeah. Uh, so, like, oh, it's a superfood.
1: It's like, um, Play-Doh.
0: Super. Yeah. Like Play-Doh, Fig Newton. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I will give this Kit Kat one point five out of five unexpected house guests.
1: Where does that come from?
0: From the intro. You were taking that out, right? but um, the ikinari it means suddenly, and it implies that you can make that dish quickly when you have unexpected guests. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Okay, sorry. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll give it like a, let's give it a one out of ten. <laughs> Dorky Bears.
0: Okay. There you go. Nine more episodes of this third season of the podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the Opposite Taste Podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And connect with us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Opposite Taste Podcast. Podcast. Yeah, that's right. Podcast. (laughs) And follow us on Twitter at Opposite Tastes. Okay. That is about it. I think we're done. Welcome to season three. I officially got your toes in. Mm. So there you go. Thanks for listening. Bye.